Hello and welcome to episode number 38 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually just me on the podcast, but um, we have had some episodes like this in the past. But this is going to be the third installment of my interview series. And today on the podcast, I haven't—I don't have one of my friends today. Um, I'm actually interviewing Mr. Walter Ford Bryant. Uh, he's a baseball player, high schooler from Hoover, Alabama, third baseman slash right-handed pitcher, um, 6'3", 195, huge kid. Um, he graduates in 2023. Like I said, he's from Hoover, Alabama. Um, he's already committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide for college ball. Um, he has over 45 high school awards, in court, including sorry, a 14-time all-tournament team player, a three-time WWBA champion. Um, his position in state rank is number one, and his overall state rank is number one. Uh, and his PG grade scale is number 10. If you don't know what a PG grade scale is, um, one is the lowest, 10 is the highest, 10 means he has very high potential for a good draft pick and or an elite college level prospect. So um, um, I'm going to stop yapping now and we can get on to the interview. Hey man, how are you? Doing good. Good. Glad to hear it. You just got in for practice, you said? Yeah, I did. How was that? Uh, it was freezing. Oh, you're nice. still doing outdoor stuff? Right uh, now? Yeah, we're still out. We're still outdoors. Oh, okay. We're outdoors. Nice little 41 degree weather. Like, tw- oh yeah, winds. It's freezing everywhere right now. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to go outside right now, especially playing ball. So, no doubt. I don't blame you. So, if you could just uh, tell the people a little about yourself, I know you're a high schooler right now, right? Yeah, still, still in high school, committed to Alabama Crimson Tide for college, and then yeah. third baseman, right-handed pitcher. Yep, and graduating in the class of 2023. So, yes. I gotta ask, what age did you pick up a bat originally? Like, what gave you your, uh, or who started your love for baseball? Uh, let's see, that'd probably have to be, yeah, I don't know, probably my dad because. I was three years old, and, like, I got the choice to, like, pick what sport I wanted to play. And I don't know what it was that made me decide baseball, but something just made me decide baseball. And, like, my dad would just take me out of the field every day and just work and work and work and work. So it just got to, like, it was something I did. And every day it just kind of grew, the love grew of the game. And <clears throat> ever since then, I can't imagine my life without it. That's awesome. So, was your dad a ball player? Uh, did he play high school or college or anything like that? It's actually funny. Uh, he did, he actually did not. He was a uh, defensive lineman. Football had nothing. Oh, to do okay. with, had nothing to do with baseball. So he was uh, also learning baseball as I was learning it too. Oh, that's cool. It's a learning experience for both of you guys. Yeah. So, um, did you start playing third base, or were you a pitcher first, or did you just kind of play all around at the beginning? <clears throat> well. I was I always grew up being a tiny kid. Like I mean, I was 11, 11 years old, like five four, like seventy pounds. So I wasn't the strongest. So they always had me at second base because I really couldn't, I couldn't make the throw across the field. I mean, I could, but it just wasn't very fast. So they had me. Yeah, wasn't fast enough. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, they had me at second base, and I kind of just learned the position there. As I grew older, got bigger and stronger, the arm speed started coming through. Moved the shortstop, and then I got bigger again, and there, and then I arm speed came kept coming, and then they moved me to third now. So I've kind of 
No, I shifted my moved way. all the way around. Yeah, yeah you moved all the way around the diamond, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, and then when did you start playing pitcher? So, you were kind of all over the place. And then when did you start to become a pitcher? You start well, getting on the mound. With with travel ball, you know, pitching's always been, like, something you've got to do to be on the travel ball team. And so I've been pitching. I've been pitching since I was nine, where, like, whenever kid pitch came out. But oh, yeah. it never started really clicking with me until – well, I was 13, probably. Okay. Probably, like, not really caring about it more, but more of, like, paying attention and, like, kind of, like, learning how to pitch correctly. And right, right. learning how to pitch correctly with, like, just puberty and, like, getting bigger. It, I, think it, I think it had that big velo jump. And then when I had that big velo jump, I was like, okay this is something I can kind of do pretty well. I'm going to mm-hmm. stick at it and try to get better at it. Right. So you have three pitches right now, fast curve and a change. Um, so which is your favorite to throw or uh, which one do you think you're best at? Uh, let's see. Well, everyone talks about the fastball just because it's, it's an easy number, but my favorite pitch and I, I honestly personally think my best pitch is my uh, slider. Okay. It was uh, growing up. It was always a, it was a slur, just because like never want to throw a true true curveball younger. But I got bigger and I was I moved it over to a slider, and it has some movement on it. It's one of my command pitches. I think I I got better command with my slider than I do my fastball. If my fastball I can't get in the strike zone. I'll just throw a slider two of get in there for a strike. But about yeah. You, about eighty. Do whatever you can to get back in the count. Oh yeah, it's about eighty-one, eighty-two, and some okay, some nice movement to it. And yeah, the um, the changeup statistics haven't been updated since like last year, so I was wondering. Oh yeah, about that. <clears throat> well, it's more. I throw. I'm more of a, uh, fast, fast sinker, sinker slider guy, and I have a changeup, but I don't really throw it very much, just because it's. Yeah, it's. It's kind of like a, just a normal fastball for most kids. So if I do throw a changeup, yeah. it's just an easy groove fastball. But oh, I but like you. also like if I end up like if I play up and be like playing like eighteen year or something, and they're like some dudes and like they just see upper nineties all the time, that changeup does actually really it's really effective. But I usually stick with the fast sinker slider. Very nice. So, I. I assume did you play in Alabama your entire life? Or have you always lived there? Uh, I grew I grew up in uh, in let's see downtown Bessemer, and then uh, whenever I was seven, I moved to Florida, and I that's whenever baseball started becoming not just the hobby; it was starting to become like a lifestyle. It was down in Florida because mm-hmm. baseball is pretty big in Florida, <clears throat> and there was a baseball academy. It was a West Florida baseball academy down in uh, Pensacola. And I, uh, I played there all the way through like nine U, all the way up to high school, and uh, I think that's what really got me into like my foot in the door of like, like how to get better like at the game besides just playing it. Like going from your rec ball to your travel ball, that was kind of the big jump there. And then just a lot of personal off season grinding kind of got me to the next jump. <clears throat> but then over. Over during my freshman year, I actually ended up uh, some things happened with my dad's job, and we were able to move back into into Hoover, kind of where I grew up was where I'm originally from. Okay, I was I was curious because um, I know I was going to ask, but 
Alabama and Florida do border, but the baseball lifestyles in both states are completely oh, different. Yeah. Alabama's huge in football, uh, and I mean, Florida's got pretty much every major sport, but is more it's very baseball oriented. But the Alabama has no pro teams. I know um, they have quite a few colleges that are or big colleges, I should say, um, that aren't that are known for their sports. So I was just curious how you got into baseball in a non baseball state, I should say. So oh, yeah. thank you for answering that one. And then um, favorite MLB team and player currently, and like I said, no pro team in Alabama. So who who'd you go to <laughs> this is gonna be, for your favorite squad? This is going to be a uh, curveball right here because I've never been here, but uh, it's okay. got to be the Chicago Cubs. And even though I've never been there, I do have a good reason that I'm a Cubs fan. <clears throat> okay. Uh, whenever I first picked up a baseball bat back to back to when I was three, uh, the the rec ball team that I played for was the was the Cubs, like because they were named after. MLB teams, and that, oh, yeah. that year I was the Cubs. So I was like, if I'm playing for the Cubs, I want to know everything about like the actual Cubs. So yeah, I started picking up games. Anytime I was Cubs games on, I was I was like, hey, turn on TV, I want to watch it. So watching Cubs game. So I kind of just grew up watching Cubs, and then that's just how I became a Cubs fan. But my favorite player, uh, I'd have to say Josh Hamilton. Uh, Josh Hamilton. Okay. Of course, he's not in the league anymore. But I think uh, a great guy. I think honestly, a great guy. You know, had really big mistakes in his past, but I think he he grew and learned from them. And I just feel, I feel like I can kind of relate on that level of just being. Yeah, he's like the the uh, character growth and him. I just kind of feel like like more connected to that. Just as a like. You know, I got changed and got better throughout his career. But even though it was a short-lived career, he was just pure talent and loved the game. And I think uh, it took a lot of strength that, you know, after going through uh, addiction, finally coming back and making a pretty good run all those years. Yeah, he's he's one of the biggest overcomers in the history of the league. So major props to Josh. Uh, my father actually um, – Went to the his four home run game and Camden Yards. I, I, I'm in Maryland, oh, uh, so so he likes to brag about that quite a bit. <laughs> that dude was a just freaking nature. I wonder. I yeah. want to see what he would have been able to do if he didn't get in the drugs. I mean, that would have been easy haul. Yeah, thing. much longer. Yeah, much longer career. Much better statistic. I'm sure he would have been a madman. And then. Uh, which player would you love to face in an MLB game? Could be past player, current player, college, or even maybe a, a friend or a coach or something. Ooh, <clears throat> let's see. I'll answer. I'll answer this in two ways: as a hitter and a pitcher. Uh, sure, sure. If I wanted to face someone as a hitter, uh, or for a pitcher, let's see. Uh, man, let's see. who's someone that's just maybe someone like a Garrett Cole kind of guy, just an absolute field starter. Uh, like a Garrett Cole, you Darvish, someone, someone of there. Like, I just want to see someone with some nice velo, but it's got just filth stuff to back it up. I mean, yeah, those guys are. I'm trying to think. They're they're both fastball guys. They um, they can they know how to command the strike zone. I mean, they're hitting the 94s pretty decently into the seventh inning. So. Oh uh, yeah, and then let's see. Uh, as a pitcher. That'd be easy. I want to face Mike Trout as a pitcher. Like, I just want to see like what I could do. Like if I could just get one strike on Mike Trout, I'd count it as a win. I'd chalk it. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> be over the moon about that. 
If I get a swing and miss on Mike Trout, I'm chalking it up as a win. Yeah, you you gotta walk off the field after that. That's a, that's a W. Um, so do you have a like a famous quote that you've always loved, or maybe it's like over your bed frame or like in the school's front inf- entrance or something like that? Uh, favorite, favorite favorite quote. Let's see. I got I got one. Uh, the my my quote is uh always have it on the on my bat knobs, like written on my bat knobs on the on the bottom of, or the bottom of it, kind of around the. Uh, where it says inches and in weight around that mm-hmm. it's uh be the best not like the rest and that's uh saying my granddad always told me before he passed away and like he was just like it was funny because it's always like that cliche story of, like whenever he was around mm-hmm. he'd always tell it to me it was just like oh that's just so corny and all that and then when he passed away it kind of just like kind of had that it sat with me it was just like man that's a really good saying so ever since then, I've just been writing it on the on the end of my bat knob. So every time I go to pick up my bat, I see it just be the best, not like the rest. I love that, man. That's awesome. So what is a um what's a normal day for you with like school and practice? So actually, before um, are you in school or are you virtual? Uh, I actually got moved to virtual today. Yeah, oh, today was my okay. first virtual so, day. So I'll run through I'll nice. run through what I was doing because I sure sure. So, I'll use it on a normal day. Uh, it'd be on Sunday. We'll go through on Monday. So Monday we would have uh, six o'clock morning workouts. So I would have to get up at five, grab like a pop tart and a protein shake to get something in me before I go head out to the workout or to the weight room. I get there, eat that real quick. <clears throat> I go get that weight. Hit that weight. We get done around seven, so we'd have about an hour, an hour or two before. Uh, about an hour. Uh, before we had to go to mm-hmm. class, so I usually come home because I'm I live pretty close to the school. So I come back home, I take a shower, I eat more of a like a your normal breakfast of like your your protein, your bread, and all that. I eat, go ahead and eat that, and then head back to school, and then I go through school, and of course, uh, you go through all all seven periods. Don't have the luxury of seniors and get out halfway, but uh, go through all seven periods, and then. Uh, I go straight from my last, my seventh period class, straight to the ball field. So it'd be from two thirty, from two thirty six to two fifty. I'm heading to the ball field, getting ready for practice, and then we go through practice. Uh, normal practice, we get done around six, six thirty ish. We go from about two fifty to six thirty every day. We get done. Uh, we come home. I really, when I come home, it's just cramming calories and cramming homework in that I had that night, and then getting prepared for the next day so like today i gotta get prepared for the game tomorrow so that's what i'm doing right now oh game tomorrow is this i know the game uh the uh season's just started so is this like is this your first this will game be tomorrow? a season opener we actually were we had a season opener this monday but it got pushed back with all the weather coming through and uh we this this will be our season opener very nice you you excited for oh, it? I'm right? so pumped. I feel like we haven't had baseball in so long. I know it's it's been a while, especially with the sixty game season last year. It was a little tough to, you know, yeah, keep it in the full season. But yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Um, is is practice ever like it's an is it ever annoying to you? Like I know obviously today was a little rough with the, uh, you said it was windy conditions, pretty cold, um, that you don't really get in Alabama every day. So uh, is it ever like? You ever just like don't want to go to practice because I know I've had those days. 
Well, let's see. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a weird question because, you know, it's always in the back of your head. It's just like, you know, I don't want to go to practice. Like, it's just the back of your head. It's just like, man, don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, like, practice practice in baseball is what I live for. And when I when I think back, it's just like I want to be here no matter what it is, what the conditions was. Like, it could be snowing, be pouring down rain. I want to be on that field taking hacks or taking ground balls or whatever. And it's a blessing to have uh, a field to go practice on and have the body to be able to go out there and work as hard as I am. And just the love of the game just helps me push through it. And I enjoy what I do. And I'm blessed to be able to do what I do at such a high level. And I don't take it for granted. And any day I can get out there, that is uh, another step closer to my goal. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, every day is a every day new day. Every day, um, more practice, getting you better. Um, so, although baseball is a team sport, uh, what aspects do you think make it uh, like an individual sport? Like a uh, so what do you think? Ah, let's see. Of course, baseball is is a really weird sport because it's it's an individual sport, but it's also probably one of the most team correlated sports out there. You can't. It's not like football where you have a really good quarterback and go pretty far. I mean, you got a really good pitcher. You can only pitch one of the four games. But I think individually, uh, it's, a, it's it's your hustle and focus and attitude. I mean, that's the more individual things because it's not something the team can control. It's only something you individually can control. And I think, uh, you know, if you don't individually control your hustle and focus attitude, even though it is – a inner problem like it has nothing to do with the team it's still it's still gonna leak out and affect the team in in a way and I think that's probably the biggest uh individual moment for baseball is making sure like you're still even though like even if it's an 0 for 3 or 3 for 3 day you're still trying to do what you can to help your team like if you're not having the best day to play 0 for 3 you're not you're 0 for 3 yeah, it's just indivi- individually you're not doing good, but over for three and you're still you're still getting your prep steps and you're getting your ground balls at third, you're being a team guy right there, and that's a win at, at the end of the day because you did you did what you could to help your team win, and if, even though you can't get it at the plate, you still got to figure out ways, and maybe that day you, the way to help win is cheering your team on in the dugout, you know. But um, I think. I think baseball is crazy individual, but at the same time, it's also linked to to, to team. Yeah, I'm um, I'm definitely with you on that. The um, your your zero for three performance, missed ground ball day, it, you can't let that affect your other guys. That um, because if it does affect your other guys, they're gonna have the same day as you, and they still gotta find ways to win. So yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's a perfect answer. Right. Um, so, uh, do you have any early predictions for this uh, upcoming season, MLB season, or your season? Well? MLB season. Well, I definitely know on the National League, it's either going to be the Padres or the Dodgers this year. I just no doubt in my mind about that. And then, I don't know. I don't know about the American League this year because I think the American League is going to be more of a toss up this year, and that's going to be fun to watch. Because, I mean, you've got yeah, the two super teams. You've got, like, the two Lakers of baseball in, in one 
in one <laughs> league, which is kind of which kind of sucks because I'd like to see a Padres Dodgers World Series, but it's never gonna happen. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I think the American League is up for grabs right now, and I think whatever team's gonna want it more this year is definitely probably gonna get it. But um, let's see. I'm trying to think, this is pretty hard. I'm trying to figure out who's on the American League and not National League. Maybe uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Dodgers, Yankees World Series. I mean, that's pretty uh, yeah, vanilla, it's but... probably bound to happen. Even though I don't like the yeah. Yankees at all, I got to give them props where it's at. They got the mm-hmm. best pitching staff. Look at the best pitching staff in, in the in the MLB right now. Their lineup, lineup yeah, top sure. to bottom is, is solid in power. I mean, if they're anything over that play, it's yeah. in the yard. Yeah, pretty stacked from nine to one. So. Yes, but uh, definitely. High, I guess um, high school, high school wise, you know, I don't really have any more predictions because I mean it is my first year in the Alabama, Alabama league. I guess you'd want to call it. Oh, but um, right. no, nah, I think I think it's gonna be fun though, getting to see new teams this year, and you know, kind of kind of getting to prove my prove my worth in the in the state, you know, because I had pretty pretty big high expectations for me and. Can't let that get sure. to me. But um, now I'm gonna take it game by game this year, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to help Hoover win. For sure, you got to. Um, so when you, did, I know you originally played in Bama, moved to Florida, um, and then back to Bama. So were you on the same Alabama team as you originally were, or did you uh, move to a different spot? Uh, what do you mean by like Alabama team? Like like travel ball or? Like school district, yeah. Just like where you at? Yeah, where you at the same uh same school? Uh, no, nah, I actually wasn't. I was actually if I was if I moved back to actually from like if I moved back to the same house I was whenever I left, I would think I'd be I think I'd be district for uh, Macala or Macador. Okay, and then yeah, no, I moved, I moved it, just right. moved one exit up, well two. But I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, so. Do you think you perform well under pressure? Uh, I think I do. Uh, of course, this is kind of this is kind of a hard a hard question, you know. It, I don't yeah. know. Usually, usually I'm not the I'm not watching myself under pressure, but uh, I think I think I would have to say I, I probably probably do. Um, you know, sometimes it gets the best of me. Sometimes you know, something baseball happens and you, know, you got to tip the cap. But usually, when when pressure gets on, I don't I don't, I don't try to think big. Because that's where you usually fall into the trap of like, oh, pressure's on. I got to be a hero right now. Like that's not the case. Pressure's mm-hmm. on. I'm up to bat. All I'm thinking about is just trying to get the, the, the on deck man up to bat. And keeping it simple like that definitely keeps let let like just keeps the pressure off of you and it simplifies things. Like if you're not you're not thinking, oh, I got hit hit a home run, hit a double, then you're getting big up at the plate and you're leaving that outside off speed open. But um, yeah, I think I. I definitely have to say, I am pretty, I'm pretty solid under pressure. That's good to hear. Yeah, you, I, as much as I'm sure you would like, can't for, swing for the fences every time. You gotta take some cuts, of course. Um, so, one more question. Uh, I was very intrigued by your, by your handle. So, where does where does the nickname well, come from? <laughs> this is actually funny because um, 
of course, we were watching uh, the one of the, one of the Yankees or Yankees and Rays, and uh, Aralis Chapman was mm-hmm. pitching, and me and my dad were just watching it, and we were talking about how he's he's called the Cuban Missile, and I was like, hey, why can I not be called the Vanilla Missile? Like I'm white, I mean, I'm why can I not be the Vanilla Missile? And we were kind of just laughing about it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, just like joking, do it for real. So um, <clears throat> I, I put it, I. Uh, I uh, see. Yeah, I just put it as my my Instagram, and it kind of just went from there. And of course, it's kind of it's kind of corny. It's kind of funny. Like, I mean, I'm being honest. It's not the not the coolest nickname. It's not the most badass. But um, I think it's funny. I enjoy it. You can people can dog on me about it, but I like it. I think it's funny. Yeah, I like it. I think it's. Cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep, yeah, like keep it. using it. Yeah, for sure. You got to. Um. So yeah, that's that's just about it. If you want to um, plug your socials, Twitter, Instagram, feel free. Uh, well, I guess uh, Instagram already is a vanilla missile. Uh, let's see, Twitter would probably be. Uh, I think that's also it'd be either Walter Ford or Vanilla Missile as well. But uh, that's that's really it. <laughs> that's it. All right. Uh, be sure. I think this is gonna come out tomorrow night, maybe around six o'clock. So definitely look to it um yeah you're, you're a great interview man oh, no I problem yeah, i just love love getting the opportunity to come out here and talk you know nice nice relaxing yeah for a sophomore man you're, you're a smart kid <laughs> that's really the like first it. time anyone's ever called me smart <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're very articulate you Thank know what you're you. talking about usually if anything besides all right like if you're talking to me anything besides baseball shoot man i'm terrible but <laughs> baseball baseball i just got like i just start like thinking of words that have been taught like in english class for all the years <laughs> that, that, sorry that's that's pretty funny i like that though all right man you have a good night uh definitely look you have a good night, too. see you see you huge thanks to walter ford for helping with that for uh today's episode um if you are new here um which i assume plenty of you are um be sure to follow a walter on instagram twitter the, uh, and everything that he linked in the end of the episode or end of the interview um also if you are new like i said please do uh consider subscribing to my podcast for many more interviews uh um all sorts of content um i got plenty of baseball stuff coming out very soon um i got three episodes that i know lined up for baseball so um if you have made it this far, um, I'm sure you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can follow my personal podcast uh, Instagram. It's um, at lunchtabletalk underscore. So um, when you're over there on Instagram following Walter, be sure to hit me with a follow as well. Thank you for listening.